Hello, this is Justin. Welcome to another episode of Hessian Maven. Just a quick disclaimer, because in this particular episode, I'm going to mention a lot about the YouTube video. In fact, I'm going to say it many, 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 many times. I'm going to say things like, if you're listening to the podcast, you're not going to be able to see this, but if you head over to our YouTube, you'll be able to see this picture of a Pokemon, or things like that. I even reference showing pictures of um, the recent wedding that I went to in California, and I'll say things like, and I'll show this picture now, and it sounds really cool when I do it, but um, there's no YouTube video. My phone stopped recording, and therefore, it's just audio, baby, so... This is a podcast-only episode. I'm so sorry I fucked up. I'm so sorry. Please forgive me. Anyway, uh, I hope you enjoy the episode all the same. Take care and enjoy. Bye. Hello and welcome to another episode of Hesse and Maven. My name is Justin. I'm Raven. And we've decided to do another episode of our top five Pokemon of specific types. Episode two. Episode two. This episode, we'll be talking about dragon and electric types. Mm. Spoiler alert. It's uh, alphabetical. <laughs> the types, I mean. Oh, is it? I'm pretty sure. What did we do the first time? Bug and Dark. B yeah. and D. Now we're doing DR and Jessica. Jojo is the only dog in this house who gives you any respect. You need to respect her in kind. Jessica. And also keep in mind that Olive is her big sister and Olive is going to give you a whooping. Okay. Yeah. Jessica so. does not give a lot of uh, respect. No. They are in alphabetical order. I did not uh, realize that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. So dragon and electric. That's right. Wow. It's going to take one JoJo nip or bark or something. See, Jessica wants to play. Yeah. You can tell that she's really not going that hard on it, but, like, JoJo just doesn't want to play. That's the thing. JoJo's too old. I mean, that's... And JoJo's not old. She's seasoned. Yes. She, you know, she's like a blackened piece of salmon. (laughs) Okay. I don't know. That's like, a comparison. It's a, it's a hard because you seasoned like the idea of seasoning food and then blackening, making it like more so. I get like it. She's okay. Okay. Moving on. Um, so before we get into our top five, mm-hmm. I mentioned on previous episodes that I was going to California for yeah. a wedding. I just wanted to talk about it a little bit. Okay. Obviously, some of this you already know because you're my sister and I, we were in communication. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, so I flew out of Newark at 9 p.m. So I, and I, luckily I'm, I'm close enough with the, my friend Lance and Allie who I ended up visiting, um, or rather like, yeah, no, no, I was, I mean, I was visiting them also. It was a two, it was a multiple situation where like there were a lot of benefits. It wasn't just about the people at the wedding. It was also, oh, I also get to see these other people who just so happen to be also going to the wedding. Yeah. So it worked out in many different facets, but, um, I was talking to Lance and just like Lance and I are pretty close. Um, and I'm the type of person who like once even like not this, there doesn't need to be like that much time or uh, foundation built before I start just like 
feeling really comfortable saying shit. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Yeah. So, like, for example, I was talking to Lance. I This is the first time I've ever seen Lance in person. I've mm-hmm. only played D&D with him mm-hmm. on several occasions. Um, for, like, several months now, if not maybe a year, yeah. I've been chit-chatting with him online and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But um, I've never actually met him in person. I've seen, like, one picture yeah. of him. That was like kind of it. And he picked me up from the airport, and we went to Raisin Cane's. And then pretty quickly after that, I was like, I can tell this guy stuff. Mm. So I was just like mentioning to him, like my, the way my social anxiety works is like, it really, it like physically affects me, Mm -hmm. you know? So like I'll, um, I'll get to a place where as excited as I was for the trip, I knew that it was going to like drain the hell out of my social battery. Mm Mm-hmm. And therefore, it gave me social anxiety. Yeah. It's not that I don't want to go on the trip, mm-hmm. right? Like, that's the one thing that people don't... Maybe Some people maybe don't realize who maybe they don't experience anxiety like that. You know what I mean? Like, if I were to tell people, like, yeah, like, when the check that I had that was going to give me the money to be able to afford the trip, when the bank said, hey, this isn't going to be cashed for a week, there was a part of my brain that was grateful, There was, Mm. like, a part of my brain that was, like, this is how you get out of this. Mm. Like, this is how you can cancel this trip and not Mm. go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And that doesn't mean that I didn't want to go. It's just that's how anxiety works is, like, you start thinking these kind of crazy thoughts where you're just, like, this is it. Like, this this will make my life easier. Mm -hmm. Not happier or Mm -hmm. better or anything like that. Just easier. Mm -hmm. I won't have to go. Now Mm -hmm. I don't have to worry about an eight-hour layover. And I don't have to worry about the money for an uber to get to the airport or all these different things like it's just easier Mm -hmm. luckily all of i worked through all those things i like was able to talk to myself and be like justin you know why you're feeling this it's Mm -hmm. not because you don't want to go like you're gonna have a great fucking time Mm -hmm. just power through yeah so like even though i kind that i had that little uh intrusive thought called the bank figured that out called the uber got everything set up went to newark got through that first flight was really just me sitting in the i got an aisle seat big mistake wish i had had a window seat because um the extra little bit of leg room that you get in an aisle seat that was great don't get me wrong but just to be able to lean against something would have been huge yeah and then I also had this fucking goon sitting behind me. This, like, they must have been in their 20s. It was the guy across the aisle from me and the guy behind me were together. As soon as they walked on, I knew that it was, like, not trying to make big judgments, but, like, like kind of, like, ick judgments. The one guy looks at the other guy and goes, they don't even... Mind you, we're flying spirit. We're flying spirit. So just have that in mind. He goes, they don't even have chargers. There's no TVs. Well, this kid just listened to music for five and a half hours because he had nothing prepared. And right then I was like, oh, I don't like these people. <laughs> like, I don't like these guys. Have you ever seen the episode of Seinfeld where Elaine and David Putty are coming back from Europe and they're on the plane? Oh, and he just kind of is like. And he just sits there and she's like. You're not, you don't have a book? And he's like, no. 
She's like, you're not gonna, like, you didn't bring a magazine, you don't have, like, anything, you're not gonna do anything? And he's like, no. She's like, you're just gonna sit and stare? It's like the guy who plays the crunk voice. Yeah. Right? Yeah. And the the entrance voice for Soren. Oh, yeah, exactly, yeah. And he plays a character on a family guy. Yeah. Peter. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The poison, the poison for Kuzga. Yeah. Kuzga's poison. And he just sits there, and then Elaine breaks up with him because she can't believe that he didn't come prepared (laughs) to do anything. That would kill me also. I would also be like, okay, so so path. Yeah. Get away from me. Um, But that being said, I really just listened to podcasts Mm. uh, and sat there, which is, like, almost as bad because, like, at least I'm listening to something and, like, I am enjoying content. Like, there were plenty of times where it, and it's a little embarrassing when, like, you want to laugh at something, but no one can hear it. So you're just going, (laughs) (laughs) and laughing as quietly as possible. I cover my mouth so that I'm not, I don't do burst out into laughter because that would be embarrassing. But yeah. And then, yeah, that got me to Las Vegas. So now I land in Las Vegas. It's 3 a.m our time like eastern standard time but in las vegas uh, pacific time it's 12 a.m so it's midnight everything is closed in terms of like shops and so there's no like walking around or anything plus i'm dead tired did not get any not a single second of sleep on that flight tried but i'm sitting up i'm in the aisle i can't lean anywhere so like unless i do this which like i'm my neck is gonna destroy because i'm 32 it just was impossible so even though like my eyes were like starting to like hurt and feel really heavy i still like i couldn't just be like (laughs) Uh Uh (laughs) yeah so i couldn't do it um so immediately i'm like all right even though i have an eight hour layover my flight's at like 8 30 in the morning or something like that right let me find the gate Uh just in case i go i find the gate People are sitting on chairs with their feet up on their luggage. People have blankets. I saw the first thing I saw was a family with like three kids blanket laid out on the ground. Kids are laying down. There's pillows all about the parents are like sitting in chairs. Like, of course, one of them's awake to like watch the kids. Um, and then I like get a little bit deeper into the gate area and the floors were mopped with people laying down with blankets and different things covering them and right then and there i was like dang first of all there's no space for me unless i want to sit in a chair or sleep weirdly close to someone i can't sleep in a chair and i don't want to sleep anywhere near anybody what the fuck do i do all right i guess i'll just i have such a huge layover i can sleep at any gate really you know what i mean like I could, I could sleep somewhere, set an alarm, and I'll have two hours to find the gate. Like, that'll be fine, right? So that's what I figure I'll do. Go through. Eventually find... It It was the worst place to sleep, but the most private slash there were the least people place to sleep. And that was it. So it was the brightest room. It had so much noise because there's uh, slot machines everywhere. But I didn't... I couldn't think of any other options. 
And the only thing I brought that actually helped me sleep was an eye mask. And I don't know if people use eye masks or anything. It's a little embarrassing. Mine looks like a bra because the eye things are popped out. So they're not, there's no pressure on your eyelids. It does look like a very small bra. It does like a very small padded bra. And mm-hmm. <laughs> I rock with it. I don't give a shit. Great support. I love it. Um, yeah. And then, I mean, I had to listen on headphones to something because there was just so much weird noise. The announcer, the like over um, announcement system would go off every once in a while telling people to report to gates or whatever. Um, It was, like I said, so bright in there. And then like you're because of the way that airport benches are set up, they have like every single seat has arm rests. So there's no laying across a bunch of chairs. Right. So that only leaves the floor. I mean, you know, like. Sleeping on your own floor, even if it's carpeted, is never, like, that comfortable, right? Right. But there is a significant amount of cushion in a living room of a residential home. Yeah. As compared to a commercial building. Yeah. So, there's no cushion. You're you're sleeping on soft concrete. Mm-hmm. Like, it's crazy. So, just any fold in your clothing would dig into you. Like, it was just a freaking nightmare. So, I got maybe two hours of sleep then woke up uh i think i woke up around 4 45 is when i decided to just be like fuck it and they changed where my gate was in that time no big deal i have five hours or four hours or whatever so i was like no big deal eventually found the gate did that next flight that next flight was fine i lucked out a lot where like um it was me and this older woman who had the window and i had the aisle and she was friendly and nice, um, but also not the type to, like, talk to me through the whole thing. So, perfect. Like, somebody who, like, is like, oh, my God, sorry, I have the window seat. And it's, like, very friendly in that exchange. But then also, like, once she takes her seat is, like, mm-hmm. and is, like, keeping to herself. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, this is perfect. This is exactly what you want in a seatmate, mm-hmm. you know, on a plane. And then even more what you want on a plane in terms of a seatmate is no one. And sure enough... There's no middle person. And now that I'm actually remembering it, I was the middle person. The plane was half empty. And I asked the stewardess, I was like, um, or excuse me, a flight attendant. And I was like, hey, um, how much time left for people to board? Like, this is crazy. There's no one boarding. And it's been like five minutes. And he's like, we're pretty much done boarding. He's like, if you want, you can actually take the aisle seat. And I was like, oh, awesome. So I took the aisle seat. Um, and which it was amazing. The only downside was that because I didn't have the window seat, we were flying over the Rocky mountains and like, I could see them, but it was one of those things where I I didn't want this person to think that I was staring at them, but I was looking past them. Gorgeous. Oh yeah. Freaking gorgeous. So cool. Snow capped mountain. Like so cool. Mm -hmm. I, I saw her taking pictures and low key. I almost handed my phone to her and be like, can you, Snap one, mm-hmm. snap one for me, and I wish I did because she was nice. Yeah, and probably would have. Should have done. She a hundred percent would have. Yeah. Uh, that's a big regret of mine. Yeah. Because on the way back, it was like there were clouds. Like we hit the height too fast. Like mm. we were too high, too fat to, in order to actually. So like I kept opening my window every once in a while. Never got to see the Rocky Mountains on the way back. Mm. I was so sad. But anyway, it was a great time. The wedding was beautiful. Um, I'll put some photos up 
now on the YouTube. Um, you'll see a photo of me and Lance and Allie, and then you'll see a photo of the venue, and the venue is outdoors. It was beautiful. There was a little pond behind them with a water feature, and then you're going to see a photo of the bride and groom dancing now, and that was amazing. Um, it was a lot of fun. What was uh, the weather like? It was gorgeous. Mm. It was perfect. It was like, um, like they had, I they must have had heaters or something inside the the gigantic tent that had fairy lights mm-hmm. going through the whole thing, and they they were set on like a blink feature, so there was like uh, twinkling. It was beautiful. It was awesome. I mean, it was a, it was a lot of fun. Great. I'm happy um, for you. And then the flight back was much better overall. I mm. mean, it sucked that it was like. I got picked up on Thursday. The wedding was Thursday. <laughs> Go to bed Thursday night, technically Friday morning at like 1 a.m. Wake up at 4 a.m. <laughs> or whatever, or 4.30. Immediately get on a flight again. Like I was on flights and airports longer than I was with my friends. Yeah. So that sucks. But it was a spontaneous trip. And, and you also booked the kind of flights when you were drunk, so... Well, we don't need to bring that up, but yeah. yes, I did. And in the future, I'll um, agree to friendships and then book things the next morning. Yes. <laughs> um, um, but I'm glad that Drunk Justin did that because it kind of tied me into it. Are you seeing the text from our mom? I'm seeing some text. I, all I heard, all I saw was Kate saying, salt and vinegar, please. Our mom is going to the sub shop and wants to get us subs. Oh, fantastic. Okay. What's up, shop? Jersey Mike's. Oh, Jersey Mike's. Okay. You going to tell her what you want? Uh, only because I think I can text from my fucking laptop. This is crazy. This can. is a first. Tony texts from his text me from his laptop. No, I know I can. I just oh. I need, people need to have iMessage and stuff like that, which mom does. Yeah. Um awesome. Okay, I'll take care of that. Um you also are planning a really fun trip. We talked about it very briefly. Um, I think at the very end of last episode. Yeah. Um, but you've made decisions since then. Yeah. I'm Let's... planning a trip for June. Um, I've been moping about it all day today because I was supposed mm. to go get my passport. Um, but you need your birth certificate. And I've had my birth certificate in my possession for my entire adult life and i'm pretty sure i threw it away on accident so i had to order it online because i think that's the only way for you to get it i looked there was no way there was no information about going to get it in person so So i ordered it and it said it would arrive in four to six weeks so i'm really bummed about that because it pushed back a lot of stuff um which is upsetting, but kind of just have to roll with the punches. There's nothing I can do about it. Um, but originally I was planning a trip and I was torn between going to Norway or going to Romania because it's two countries I would love to see. Mm. And still would like to go to eventually one day. Um, is there a reason Romania? Like, is did something happen or... No, I've just always been interested in that it has, like, so many castles, and I thought it would just be, like, Mm. a cool spooky vibes kind of trip. They have, like, medieval towns from, like, so long ago, like, 
like unfathomably old for Americans. That's like true. anything yeah. from like the 1100s, 1200s, like I can't even believe shit that is that old like st- is still around. I know. It really so is just like going crazy. to stuff like that would be so cool. Um but I was told by a travel agent that um going to Romania as my first Eastern European country maybe isn't the best idea. And then everyone I told about my debate, like, between the two countries, everyone was like, oh, Norway. Easy. That's so easy. Go to Norway. Pick Norway. Um, And I'm a brat at heart. So whenever whenever everyone (laughs) says that I should do one thing, I don't want to do that thing. Um... I can't help it. I don't know why I'm like that. It's, it's very introspective. Any of you. <laughs> anytime someone recommends anything to me, I don't want to do it. So oh, like, you, I mean, you have experience with this when oh, people recommend movies or send me videos or links. I'm like, I don't. It's especially watch annoying it. when you d- you discover it on your own and you're like, so I've been watching The Office and I love it, and I'm like, fuck yeah. you. <laughs> yeah. Because when I discover stuff on my own. Then I have interest. Yeah. When other people are like, you should watch The Office. I'm like, well, now you told me to do it. Now I don't want to do it. Yeah. I get that to a smaller degree, like myself. But. I know it's annoying. Not to your level. But I can't help it. So everyone was like, go to Norris. So I was like, well, now I don't want to go. Because everyone wants me to go. <laughs> so. I found really good deals on Expedia one night when I couldn't sleep. And I booked a trip to the Sunshine Coast in Australia. Mm. Because I really want to go to Australia Zoo. Ah. It's a bucket list item. Oh, yeah, 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 100%. I love the Irwin family. family. Not to mention that is unequivocally one of the world's greatest zoos. Yeah. Hands down. It's the only zoo in the world that has a Komodo dragon encounter. Yeah. Defining encounter. I don't know. It just says that you encounter a Komodo dragon with zookeepers and they take a photo of you and you have to be fit and like physically fit and healthy in order to do the encounter. Like you can't like be in a wheelchair, you you can't be on crutches, you can't. It says you have to be able to kneel down and get up quickly in order to do the encounter. So it sounds so amazing. I want to do it. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I just want to see Australia so bad. Um, Crazy. And go there. So that's the plan right now. If I can get my fucking passport in time, but that remains to be seen. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So hopefully, I will be doing that in June. Well, that sounds dope. Yeah. I'm really looking forward to we'll that. We'll report for back. You. Yeah, definitely. With updates. Goodness gracious, Australia. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> Josie, fuck you, man. Um, okay. Moving on. So, Pokemon. let's get into it. Pokemon, gonna catch them all. It's so true. <laughs> um, okay, dragon types. Mm-hmm. Now, what's your opinion on dragon types? How do you feel about them? I wish that they were stronger because I feel like oh, yeah. there's nothing 
that's like weak against dragon type except dragon, right? Yeah. Dragons are only really good against dragon types. Their only benefit is now that we have a two-type system, and I say now, but that's mm -hmm. been around since generation two. Yeah. So it's been around for so long. Yeah. But I'm stuck in gen one mode. Mm -hmm. But, um, like, I don't, I agree with you. I know that they're strong. They just sound wise. so badass. Like you'd think they'd be strong they're against dragons. a bunch of types instead of just dragon types. They're fucking dragons. Yeah. Yeah. No. A hundred percent. So that's um, my only downfall. And it's like, like I said, I know that they're very strong when it comes to uh, other dragons. No, no, no. Like just stat wise. Oh. Dragons are strong. Oh. Like, when you look at the numbers of, like, their attack, their special attack, their defense. Like, they have high stats. Okay. But then, yeah, they get killed with the fucking resistances. Or, yeah. rather, the weaknesses. Yeah. Fairy. Ice. I think flying. I could be wrong. I know f- I know fairy and ice are, like, two big ones. And then dragon, if you get hit with a dragon attack. Um, but, yeah, it's just annoying. Yeah. They're cool. Yeah, they are. I mean, they are cool. It's just not my favorite type. Oh, I totally agree. I took yeah, and two of the ones that I picked, I think, are like very, very new. Mm. And I picked them on the basis of if this was my Pokemon partner, it'd be fucking badass. I mean, most of the dragons like, I'd would be, be so but intimidating. Yeah, hundred percent. Three of mine are not intimidating. Oh, really? But two well, that's are I, like intimidating. It's, yeah. Because I can, you, like, it's I. It makes sense when you pick like not the full evolved forms. Yeah. But I'm picking full evolved forms for all all oh, okay. of my choices across all of the things, oh, okay. with the exception of a couple. Yeah. Like ones that, if someone had never seen Pokemon before, mm-hmm. they'd go, "Yeah, that's that's the evolved form." Mm-hmm. Like Scyther. Yeah, okay, In the yeah. bug list. Yeah. You know what I mean? It looks like an all form, to be fair. But that's what, it's exactly my point. But anyway. Excuse me. Let's get into it. Okay. Um, if you don't mind, let me start with the dragons, and then you'll start with electric. Absolutely not. Just kidding. Shall we roll for it? <laughs> no, Keep it honest? Go, you can go first. Okay. <laughs> Son of a bitch. <laughs> the hell was that? I was not expecting that. <laughs> all right. My number five of the dragon types is Flygon. Mm, mm. <laughs> it's like a dragonfly kind of guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I love Flygon. Interesting. I think he's real cool. He's mm-hmm. a dual type. Yeah. Ground and dragon. It's weird that it's ground. It is weird that it's ground, but when you look at like its earlier evolutions, what is that first evolution? Right. So the first evolution is called Trapinch. Um, it looks nothing like, like its later evolutions, no. and it makes no fucking sense. Yeah. It, it looks like no a sense. weird little turtle, snapping turtle kind of thing. Yeah. Snapping turtle bug, and it's just ground at that point. 
And then at level 35, it evolves into Vibrava, who looks a lot like a dragonfly, but also not a dragon, not a dragonfly, because that's like Yanma. Um, looks like a bug. I don't know. It has two sets of wings. It has a tail wing. It has yeah. two gigantic eyes and antenna and stuff like that. Um, looks like a dragonfly. Looks like a bug. Um, according to this website, it is the Mystic Pokemon. Oh, it's a Mystic Pokemon. I don't know if that means anything. But Very it, it says classification Mystic Pokemon. Oh, well, height six foot seven inches. Yeah, they're very big Huge. when they evolve that much. Um, hundred and eighty pounds. But yeah, I'm a huge fan of it. I like that it looks like a bug, but it's not bug type. I like. I have recently seen it in the um, actual Pokemon show in the Journeys um, episodes. Go catches one. They have to go save a bunch of people. The, the most evolved one? Flygon? Yeah, they have oh. to go save a bunch of people from Flygon. Um, and a bunch of trap inches, actually. Hmm. But um, I just really like it. I like the color design. I like that. So it because it's a ground type, it does a lot of, it, like, one of its big things is, like, that move Sandstorm, where it, like, creates a sandstorm. And if you look really closely at the picture, do you still have the picture of Flygon up? Mm-hmm. It looks like it's wearing goggles over its actual eyes. Mm-hmm. You know how you can see its eyes, and then there's these red, yeah, s- like um, semi spheres, yeah, over them. Mm-hmm. I thought that was really cool that I didn't notice at first, and I was like, oh, okay, like that's pretty fucking cool. So like I'm into that. Um, According to this in Pokemon Y, uh, Flygon is known as the Desert Spirit. Hmm. Even better. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I like it. I like having a dragon that's um, ground type. I, that's interesting. I, I've had, yeah. And some of this comes down to like Pokemon that I've had in games that I've played. Yeah. That I've grown attached to. Okay. Or like I've used it a couple times and I've been like, this is my boy. This is my homie. Yeah. I like this Pokemon. And Flygon falls into that. Actually, all of the ones that I'm doing today. Because there are, I could have gone further with dragon types. Because even just today, there's a Pokemon, and I cannot remember what it looks like. Um, hold on, or what it's called rather, Dragalge. Okay. Is the only thing Dragalge. Okay. Um, it's the one that I was talking about earlier. It's the Mock Kelp Pokemon. Okay. The evolved form of Skrelp. So it looks like one of those very seaweedy um, seahorses, mm-hmm. and it's poison and dragon. And I almost mm. forgot that that Pokemon even existed today, except I was actually playing Pokemon um, Shield today, and I have one nicknamed Kelpo, and mm. she's an absolute badass. She's one of my higher level Pokemon. She's so powerful. She randomly I taught her Thunder. Mm. That way. I don't know if people like if I was fighting somebody who like wasn't smart enough to be like, oh, that's a water. They might because you look at it and you're like, that's water. Yeah, it's a water Pokemon. But it's poison and dragon, not water and dragon. But it looks it surely right. will be water. Mm-hmm. She knows Hydro Pump, Thunder, Sludge Bomb and Outrage. Yeah, they're all so good. Dragon, poison, a thunder, move, a li- mm-hmm. a lightning move. And um what did I say? Hydro pump is Hydro water. Hydro pump is water. Yeah. So a little bit of everything. Yeah. Because um, I'm not big on status moves because I'm not like the most high IQ Pokemon yeah. player. I don't really give a shit about that. Yeah. It's just having cool moves. Yeah. But um, that, that's a cool ass dragon Pokemon too. But yeah. 
Flygon made the list over nice. Dragalg. Okay. So. Word. What is your number five? Dracozolt. 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 Okay. Um. Oh wow. Okay. Strictly because it reminds me of the dragons from Quest for Camelot. It one million percent does. Yeah. And Looks I just love like Quest for Camelot. Yeah. I think it's I watched it at the very beginning of um the like quarantine for COVID, like the lockdown. Yeah. I it's watched a great movie. It, it has an amazing so soundtrack. Good. It's so good. If you've never seen it, you should watch it. Such good characters. Um your friend that has a child. Luna Alley. Ellie Luna. Luna has a child. Luna, show your child. Quest for Camelot. That's actually very true. Luna, get to it. Show show Athena. Quest for Camelot. Thank you very much. She'll love it. Um, So will you. This is not, this is one of my not intimidating dragon picks. Electric and Dragon. That was pretty cool. Um, It is Electric and Dragon, but it's cool. Its gender is unknown. Oh, fun. Uh, which I appreciate. Fun. Um, it. I have nothing else to say. It speaks for itself. Also, it's in Sword and Shield, and I've never seen it in Sword and Shield, and I'm playing for the second time, so uh, hopefully the, I find it's, one. It's one of the fossils that you have to get. Yeah, this is classified as the fossil Pokemon. Yeah, you have to get a. Specifically, you have to get a fossilized bird. And then a fossilized drake. And then you give them to a lady in the, like a, a deserty area. Mm-hmm. And she combines them into this Pokemon. Mm. So like when I'm playing the game, I can only find fossilized drakes and fossilized fish. Mm. I can't find fossilized birds. So these are specific to your game. So like once you eventually get one, I'm going to need you to get a second one. Mm. So I can have it. Okay. Which is why when I traded you, nope. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Dracovich. Yeah. Um, that's all you. That's okay. All you. But that's a Pokemon that you normally wouldn't be able to get. This quote, this fact about the Pokemon says, The powerful muscles in its tail generate its electricity. Compared to its lower body, its upper body is entirely too small. <laughs> I love that so much. Yeah, that's my number five. That's good number five. Thank you. Um, all right. My number four mm-hmm. is actually, um, I think that they're badass because I, I like only recently have started to get into like the stats of Pokemon and like kind of paying attention to that and like giving things proteins if I want their s- attack to go. You know what I mean? I've just recently started getting into that shit. Mm-hmm. Normally I don't care about that. It's just a matter of like evolving things and leveling them up mm-hmm. and that's it. So this Pokemon doesn't look intimidating, but the couple that I've had and owned and used in battles and stuff like that, they've been rock stars. They've been so good. My number four is Appleton. Surprising. It's a dual type, grass and dragon, introduced in generation eight. It evolves from Applin, which is just like a little apple that has like instead of the leaves, the leaves kind of pop out, but those are the eyes. And you can either give an Applin a sweet apple, or you can give it um, 
I think a tart apple or something like that. I don't know because that's not in my game. Mine, it's sweet apple. So I gave it a sweet apple and immediately evolved into Appleton, who looks like a very fat dragon who doesn't have wings, really, and looks like a baked apple pie. Yes. And I love it so much. Can I tell you what Appleton is in German? Yes. Schlapfel? Schlapfel. Sometimes you need und Schlapfel. (laughs) But I just love him. He's just so cute and amazing. Um, Yeah, it's fun. Um. (laughs) I didn't know Appleton evolves. I thought it was the final evolution. What do you mean? It doesn't evolve. That thing at the bottom is the Gigantamax. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's the other cool thing is that they've decided to give Appleton a special Dynamax form, a.k.a. a Gigantamax form. Mm. Um, Yeah, I just think that it's... um, it's fucking the- cool it's covered in sweet nectar and stuff like that it um it's really fun it has a lot of like really interesting moves um apple acid is a move where it oh. spits it almost looks like it like the animation for it is that it spits fire mm-hmm. but it's a grass move mm. <laughs> and that does a decent amount of damage and then you have like obviously dragon moves and different things that i can do its defense is really really high just a great grass like if you're gonna if you're looking for a grass pokemon this is it because grass are weak to ice but so are dragons so no big no fucking difference there um you know it works um it's called the apple nectar pokemon Mm. and according to this it has a hidden ability called thick fat are you aware of this uh, I don't know if mine did. It says hidden ability, thick fat, fire and ice type moves deal 50% damage. There you go. Hmm. There you go. So fun. So fun. Yeah. He's a, he, he's great. I just, I love him. Great. He's, he's cute. You don't even see his eyes ever. Yeah. Cause it, he's got like a, what almost looks like a helmet on. That's just half an apple. Yeah. Yeah. He just looks great. His, the top of his like back is kind of where the apple pie is. Mm-hmm. is from and it's like oh it's just fun yeah he's got like the crisscross design of the dough that you do on like a mm-hmm. what is it called lattice yes the lattice pie yes. top oh brilliant design a lot of fun it i'll tell you what yeah i agree when you look at that little applin guy mm-hmm. like what do you mean it's fucking a dragon type mm. Like, that's crazy. That makes absolutely no sense. But uh, then again, it, that's the way that it is. That's the way the apple pie crumbles. That's the way it crumbles. So, that's okay. my number four. My number four is actually a mega evolution form of a Pokemon. Oh, okay. Because I like the regular Pokemon that it is, but the mega evolution, the way that it looks, is just better. So, I had to pick this one. It's Mega Ampharos. Ampharos? Oh, wow. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Tell That's me when you're looking at it. That's super interesting. I know exactly it's what it looks Ampharos like. It's Ampharos with beautiful <laughs> 80s hair. Yeah. It's oh, yeah. so cute. Um, I love the big hair. 
I, it's interesting to me that they made it dragon. Yeah. It evolves from sheep, but this one doesn't look like a sheep. It's no. like, I don't know what. Looks like a... Like kind of like a kangaroo. Kind of like a kangaroo, yeah. But not. But it's adorable. It's the light Pokemon. It's also electric and dragon. And I just think that it's precious. Yeah. That's one of those really interesting ones, too. That's an it's interesting pick tall. for you. Because it's really, it's only dragon in the mega form. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's only electric before that. Yeah. Um, but mega evolution is like a, an interesting kind of weird thing that they started in one of the games. I can't remember which one. Sun and Moon. Sun and Moon. They started in Mega Evolutions. Yeah, that that one's a little interesting. Yeah. Um, they don't get bigger, but they like totally change shape. So it's it's also very cool. Similar to how like Dynamaxing is cool because your Pokemon gets so fucking big, but mm-hmm. Gigantamaxing is sometimes even cooler just because it literally changes shape and changes form. You know, it looks yeah. different. Well, actually, Mega Evolutions look different most of the time. Like Lucario gets one. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the Charizard one where it has black skin and blue flames. Yeah. That's Mega Evolution Charizard. Well, I think I lied because I think it's Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon, which I don't really understand. Uh, I think they do it earlier than that. I think it is Sun and Moon. Is it? I think so. Okay. I don't really know. But it says massive amounts of energy intensely stimulate Amphorosis cells Awakening its long sleeping dragon's blood. Wow. Wild. That's pretty cool. Yeah, but she's cute. So. She is really cute. She's also um, Ampharos originally and like Mareep and everybody. They're from Generation 2. They're pretty old. Oh. Yeah, they. Um, it says right here that they were officially revealed in May 1997 issue of Koro Koro along with Donphan and Slowking. Oh. So that's like. That's probably even before Gold and Silver came out. I'm possibly approaching an episode in Pokemon Gold and Silver with um, Slowking. Mm. Yeah, and I'm excited because Slowking hasn't made an appearance yet in the show. It's only they've referenced him, but oh. it's he's never he hasn't shown up. It's only been Slowpoke and Slowbro. We'll have to watch the movies too. Mm-hmm. But also sidebar we do need to actually set up a legitimate um viewing party if you will for lord of the rings because it's about to be off netflix oh you know we do you I said know oh we do. okay tony texted all of us i saw <laughs> <laughs> oh i saw anyway okay. what's your number three number three is a sleeper if you will. Number three, when I first saw them, I hated them because I didn't understand them. I was confused by the design. I was confused by the um, description. And then I saw them. I saw, I really saw them, you know, more than what they just look like. I was judging a book by its cover and that wasn't fair. But then I opened said book, read a couple chapters, fell in love. Okay. Gudra. Oh. Uh, okay. 
It is... Gudra, the dragon Pokemon. Snotty. And the evolved form of Sligu. Gudra is very friendly, and one of its hugs can cover its trainer with a sticky slime. Gross. Yeah, you know what I actually really fucking hate is the Hisuian Gudra form. No, you hate it. I hate it so much. It's like a. It looks sad. First of all, why does it look so sad? Mm. Whereas this one is so happy. Anyway. Yeah. Um. It only evolves during the rain, and it's a. It's a one of those dragon. First of all, it's a pseudo legendary. It only evolves during the rain at level 50. Mm. It's the third evolution form in this mm-hmm. uh, line. Um, it's incredible. I, the thing that I really freaking love about it is it's mainly a defensive Pokemon. Like, its defense is really fucking high. But I just love how happy and friendly it looks. It does look cute. Um, I know that Ash has one in the cartoons eventually, mm. and I've never seen it in the cartoons, but I've seen clips of it. So I know that it's a thing, but I've never actually just been like watching the right. show and seen it. Yeah. I can't wait. Mm. And it like does well. Like I watched a YouTube video one time where that was like, they ranked the Ash, all of Ash's Pokemon, mm-hmm. like literally every Pokemon that Ash has ever owned. Yeah. Um, and Gudra was not like super high on the list but but pretty high okay like i think they do that you are you familiar with some nerds do the s tier thing we're like oh this is s tier have you ever heard that for some reason s is above a so it's a b c d e f okay or not e there's no e um but then above a is s okay i don't fucking know why okay anyway i think gudra was a Ah. If I'm just, re- I'm trying to remember. I could be wrong. Could be B. It was no lower than a B. Okay. But it was because of its defense and its ability to take hits. Okay. And I was like, ever since then, I was like, wait a minute. Gudra's fucking cool. I'm surprised that this isn't part poison. I feel like anything goofy. Right? And it, that's the thing is like the design really threw me off because it just looked like it had boogers running from its entire yes, it body. Does. And I was like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but um, I've... Just like my love of muck. Yeah. And I think that's kind of almost part of it is like, I was like, oh, I'm, I love muck. Muck is like my number one favorite Pokemon of all time. Yeah. Gudra. I can't love Gudra. Gudra is like a cousin. Like like a distant cousin. Muck yeah. is the booger. Yeah. She just has some booger. Yeah. Felt unfair. And so then I opened... With arms wide open. Mm. I'm thinking of Frankie and Joey. I, yeah, I and would I, sing with you, but that's the only words I know. That's all. That's fine. Yeah. Um, so Gudra is my number three. Three hundred pounds. That she's a fucking look at those hips. Yep. She's got them. She's thicky thick. Um, her. her normal classification is the dragon Pokemon. Mm. Her his hisuian. is the shell bunker pokemon interesting okay very good my number three this is one of my two that i'm like if this was my partner pokemon we'd be fucking unstoppable we would be intimidating we would stop bullies like every step of the way hell yes hell yes fuck bullies right reshiram (laughs) 
Brashiram. I love you're like, we're going to stop bullies. Rashiram. We're going to fucking kill people. No problem. My Pokemon's name? Rasharam. <laughs> I don't know how it's pronounced. Are you, can you Rashiram? R-E-S-H-I-R-A-M. Rashiram? Rashiram? Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, it's the vast white Pokemon. I've almost caught this Pokemon in the game. Fuck. She's beautiful. Um, it says in Omega Ruby, this what legendary is- Pokemon can scorch the world with oh, fire. Wow. Oh, it helps. I've been using my hotspot. I was wondering why my Wi-Fi was so slow this whole time. I'm sorry to interrupt you. I like things have been closing. I've been like pre- putting on a good face. Mm. Things have been closing and like <laughs> reopening and like I'm buttons aren't working and I've uh-huh. just been kind of like chilling over here like no big deal, I'm figuring it out. It's cuz I my Wi-Fi, I guess because of the whole like um like at the, at the airport like changing services for some reason I was connected to my um hotspot this whole time. Oh. So I'm, I've been connected to my phone, I guess. I have not fucking It's better though. now? Uh yeah, things are working. Okay. Oh, but yes. Gorgeous Pokemon. Okay. This legendary Pokemon can scorch the world with fire. It helps those who want to build a world of truth. It also says, when Reshiram's tail flares, the heat energy moves the atmosphere and changes the world's weather. It's also 10 foot 6 inches and 727 pounds. She's hefty. She's a hefty one. I love her. Look She's genderless. Her. I saw that also. Which is amazing. Dang, dude. Ash is so cool, man. Does Fucking he have 10 one? 10-year-old. Nobody's riding it. Oh, you Are see Are you on it? Bulbapedia? No, I'm on Cerebi.net. Oh, there's where you went wrong. I'm just kidding. Cerebi's pretty good. But no, on Bulbapedia, if you... I mean, it shows you the main picture, but then you just keep scrolling for a little bit. Keep scrolling until you get to in the anime section. And there's a picture of Ash and Pikachu fucking riding it. I'm going to look. That's insane. Ash is so cool. 10 years old. I mean, think about this, though. The kids had 25 years of experience in one year. Yeah. So that's oh I mean. Imagine if you could what do that. What season is this from? I must know. This happened in 2011. Yeah, that's what I have. But there's no other comments about oh wait uh in white victim victini and zekrom and black victini and restaurant what you're saying doesn't sound like english yeah i'm, I'm fully aware <laughs> okay great <laughs> minor appearances major appearances minor generations all right yeah but it i mean it looks dope it looks very like um scary and yet it's so awesome. Um, like it just looks like a snow dragon to yeah. me. Which I think is so cool. I love her. Yeah, it's got dragon vibes. Yeah. It looks like it's more fur covered. Mm. Than I'm used to a, a like I see when I think dragon, I think D and D. I can't help it. It's literally uh, called Dungeons and Dragons. So when I think dragons, I think of scales and more reptile yeah. dinosaur y. But it definitely gives this off dragon. Like it gives off dragon. It's got BDE. It's got big dragon energy. This is like <laughs> if a dragon and a yeti had a baby. One hundred percent. And I love it. And like a like 
Like, have you ever seen that new form, the newer form of uh, Ninetales? Yeah. Like the snowy one? Yeah. It has that vibes. Yeah. I love it. I do like it. Very good. Okay. That's your number three? Yes. Wow. I'm interested. I can't wait to see your other ones. Okay. Uh, my number two, if you, if anyone is following along, I haven't done a single Gen 1 yet. Okay. Here it comes. Dragonite. <laughs> Mm. I love Dragonite, guys. I like. Don't get me wrong. I wrote Dragonite when I was a little kid. I did think it was weird as hell to have Dratini go to Dragonair. Hey, that makes sense. Dragonair looks fucking sl- like Dragonair. Almost looks like just so sleek. The design is so cool. That I, I remember just being like, Dragon Dragonair is so fucking cool. Dragonair? And then, yeah, Dragonair. Yeah. And then it goes to Dragonite, and I remember being like, okay. Like, kind of gained some weight. It's <laughs> like, is like... is literally pu- like eggplant shake. Yeah. yeah. Just like, okay. Kind of weird. It's yeah. interesting that it was like blue the whole time, and then it was like, psych, we're orange, and we have these the weirdest color green wings. Yeah. And and yet and kind of a dopey face. Yeah, dopey. <laughs> and yet I fucking love it. Yeah. Because it is it falls into that exact same category as Gudra with me. Mm. Where it's it may not look intimidating or anything like that, but the, it's fucking badass. Mm. I've fought with Dragonite so many times when I play Pokemon and stuff like that. Um, especially because you have to keep in mind Pokemon for me will always be red and blue. Yeah. Do you know how fucking hard it was to get a Dratini mm. in red and blue? I bet. You had to sit at a coin operating thing or like this casino kind of. And you had to talk to somebody and just literally hold on to the button and just go A, A, A and just sit there. And I would watch TV as I was just clicking A, A, A over and over again, exchanging money for coins because you needed coins. You couldn't use money. And then you had to go next door and go to this little thing where you could buy a Dratini. And it was, there's other ways to get Dratinis, but the percentages are so low that it's like, at least this way, you know, you're getting a Dratini. Right. But it was a high cost. So you, you would, the, the amount of time that you would have to sit there for is like a dedication. Um, and then you have to level it up old school way, unless you do the rare candy cheat, which I always did. Yeah. But um, I just love them. Mm-hmm. I think they're really fucking cool. And I like the fact that it looks dopey, despite the fact that it's actually quite strong and powerful and formidable in battle, as long as I'm not going against, like, a fairy type, an ice type, Mm -hmm. a flying type, (laughs) all of the fucking types. Not to mention, this Dragonite was number 149 out of the original, like, 150, not including Mew, which would make it 151. Mm -hmm. Dragonite is 149 right before Mewtwo. Okay. That always put him so high on my list. Yeah. Of, this guy's one of the best. Yeah. It's easier to catch a Zapdos, Moltres, Articuno, and Mewtwo than mm-hmm. it is to catch a, get a Dragonite in the game. Okay. It's also easier to get all those Pokemon than it is to get like a Lickin' Tongue. Mm. Or Lick a Tongue, sorry. Okay. Um, Cute. But yeah, I just, Dragonite is fucking cool. They also, I like... A lot of dragon Pokemon are true about this, but not everyone. Dragonite is one of them. Mm-hmm. They can learn a lot of moves also. 
Okay. Like you can teach Dragonite like Thunder, Flamethrower, Surf, um, Fire Punch, Thunder Punch, Ice Punch. Like yeah. you can teach them so many different moves. So you could have five Dragonites and have each one of them be like so unique. Yeah. Move wise, at least. Um, it's cool. So I like Dragonite. Not to mention, let's shout out really quick to the Mailman Dragonite in the first Pokemon movie. Yes. Very fun. Very good. And how fast he was going yeah. and stuff like that. And, like, that, it like, creates wind that blows, like, ash away. The, so fucking cool. The Cerebi article says um, it can circle the globe in 16 hours. Despite its big and bulky physique. That's fucking cool. Yeah. That's so fast. Yeah. Very cool. <laughs> That's so fast. Can you, before you do your number two, mm-hmm. can you go through five, four, three one more time just so I can write them down? I was I was Googling them so I could look them up, but I yeah. wasn't writing them down in my list. My five is Draco Zolt. Okay. Four is Mega Ampharos. Okay. Three is Reshiram. Okay. And your number two. Dratini. Adorable. She's so cute. She's so small. And I just watched the episode in Pokemon Gold and Silver with Dratini when Mm. Ash goes to have a battle with his final Johto League person, Claire. She's the dragon gym leader. And she's protecting a Dratini because it's like preparing to shed its skin or something. Oh. Um and it's so cute and it just makes all these little squeak noises and team rocket go to attack her and the gym leader jumps in front of the attack and gets like electrocuted and they do the thing where it like pans between Jatini's little face and the leader getting electrocuted and it just goes back and forth and Jatini's eyes are like doing that like anime sparkle thing uh. and then Jatini starts to glow and ash is like is it shedding its skin? And they're like, no, it's evolving. And then it evolves into a dragon air and it, it like skin. quadruples in size. Oh, Dratinis are big. Dragon or, excuse me, Dragon airs are big. Yeah. It gets huge. Yeah. Um, and it's super badass and blows team rocket away. Um, but the Dratini is adorable. It's just like a little worm snake dragon. Yeah. Um, and I love it. It's not an intimidating pick, but but it has potential if you wanted to go in that direction. It is so cute. In French, Dratini is called Mini Draco. Uh, magnifique. Yeah, <laughs> uh, it's so cute. Incredible. Um, it's known as the Mirage Pokemon. Um, I love it. That's my number two. More. Uh, very good. Yes. Dratini is a great pick. Um, and your number one? My number one dragon Pokemon is Dragapult. Okay. It is a pseudo legendary. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's got two baby ones here. Yeah, it does, baby. Yeah. Yeah, it does. 
Also, Interesting. it's sometimes known as the stealth Pokemon. Mm. Um, I've also seen it referred to as like a caretaker Pokemon. Okay. Because of that exact thing. Mm-hmm. So like those things in its head that look like almost. So like uh, people who are watching the YouTube will have already seen a picture of it pop up. So you have a basic idea. But like the way that its head is shaped, um, it's actually based off of numerous things. So it's based off of like a B2 bomber. So that like stealth bomber. Oh, okay. And so those two things are missiles. It has a move called dragon missile. So it hits twice. So each mm. each of those dragon missiles shoot out. But also if you click on, depending on the site that you're on, um, Dreepy mm-hmm. is the first evolution. Those are what the missiles look like. Wow. Yeah. So it's like it's taking care of its first evolution form mm, at all times. Mm, mm, mm. Um, it's also based on an ancient, um, a super early tetrapod called oh. a lepo le, lepospondyl. Okay. Are you familiar? Are you looking that up, or was that part of your thing? On Bulbapedia, it's a thing. That's why I ask. Lepospondyl. Yeah. Yeah, that looks like it. Yeah, isn't that crazy? Gross. It, yeah, when you look at that skeleton, it looks fucking disgusting. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, it has this, like, triangular head. Very interesting. Um, and then its tail is the only thing that kind of gives it ghost vibes. Yeah. Because it its have tail ghost vibes. becomes, like, it almost ombres into uh, being incorporeal. Okay. You know what I mean? Or being um, see-through. Yeah. But I just love it. I, th- I thought it was really, really fucking cool. Just this idea of a ghost dragon is already pretty cool. It is. Um, the fact that they decided to design it this way is very cool. I mean, obviously, basing it off of... I never, th- even in my head, knew that it was based off of a Lepospondyl or this fucking um, ancient tetrapod thing. Mm. But I always just thought that it was based off of the, the stealth bomber. Because of the shape of it. Yeah. Um, and the fact that it had that move, Dragon Missile, where it shoots missiles. Yeah. So I was just like, oh, okay. It's pretty um, good. Yeah, it's sick. I I have one. It knows. I, its name is Doubtfire. Mm. Because um, Mrs. Doubtfire is a nanny. Takes care of the things. Yes. That's where the nickname comes from. It has Fly. Uh, sh- oh, there's like a ghost move called like Shadow something where it's exactly like. Shadow Sneak. I th- it might be shadow sneak, but I'm not sure because mm. it's it's um it's exactly like fly, where it does that thing where it it like vanishes for a turn, and like you don't know where it is. Mm. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. Um, it's not shadow sneak. I do Phantom Force. Ah, it's called Phantom Force. Um, so it does it has that move. Mm-hmm. Then it has those two dragon moves. Then it has um, Jesus Christ, man, um, the dragon missile one. And then I think either Draco Meteor or something like that. But, yeah. I'm obsessed with it. Oh, it's not Dragon Missiles, by the way. It's called Dragon Darts. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, um, nonetheless, it's a yeah. super fun, cool move to yeah. do. Um, and it it's one of those things, like... So, no Pokemon is weak to Dragon. Yeah. But also, no Pokemon is resistant to Dragon. Right. So any type and your moves are going to do normal damage right so it's it is like dragon using dragon pokemon is risky because yeah you'll you'll do awesome unless they have the thing that will fuck you mm-hmm. 
and that's yeah. that's really what it comes down to. Yeah. Um, unless your stats are good enough, and then and then like you play that annoying little number game. But mm-hmm. for the most part, I mean, I love using dragons. I've done dragon only teams and stuff like that. Yeah. Man, all they they throw out a Sylveon, and you're like, well, fuck me. Yeah. I'm dead. Yep. Everyone's dead on my team. Yep. We're all dead. <laughs> Moonblast. Moonblast. We're <laughs> I'm dead. Just like, we're dead. <laughs> We're alive, but we're dead. Do you know what that's a reference to? Yeah. Uh, Flash. Or no, his name is Dash, isn't it? From the Incredibles. <laughs> I thought his name was Flash for a second. He's fast, like the Flash. Yes. Anyway. But yes, I knew it's right when they fall into the water. Yes. Um. Very good. All right. What is your number one dragon Pokemon? Zekrom. Zekrom. That's the antithesis of your number three? Yes. So yeah. the other one was the vast white Pokemon. This one is the deep black Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Me and this Pokemon would be truly unstoppable. We would destroy everyone in our path. Jesus. We would be conquerors. Head of Team Rocket. <laughs> yeah. We would be conquerors. We would be... I would be the queen. Ooh. And this Pokemon would be my partner and we would battle every evildoer and win it's nine feet tall and 760 pounds (laughs) wow it is a legendary pokemon and before the white one was it will scorch the world with fire scorch the world with fire this one it says this legendary pokemon can scorch the world with lightning it assists those who want to build an ideal world it conceals itself in lightning clouds. It creates electricity in its tail. It's electric and dragon. That's insane. Yeah. It's so badass. I hope I get it's to see it in the show cool. at some point or a movie or something. Um, it looks, Right now it looks like it appears in XY and Omega Ruby and Alpha Sapphire. Mm. I don't know what all these Omegas and Alpha stuff oh, is. It's, it's, they, it's You know how they did... Obviously, they came out with um, Pearl and Diamond. Yeah. And then they came out with Brilliant Pearl and Shining Diamond. It's like re-releases. They're releasing old games, but they've updated them or um, like done the graphics slightly better or made them available for newer systems. So what systems are those existing on where I can't play them? Not on the Switch. It's probably systems right before the Switch. It's upsetting. It's super fucking upsetting. I just downloaded. I, I told you, but I just downloaded the emulator that's available on the Switch, the Game Boy Advance. Yeah. And I was praying when I opened it up to see what games they have. Yeah. But no, no Pokemon. And it's I don't even know. Really I didn't Google anything, so I don't even know if Pokemon is ever going to become available on that. Yeah. But man, that would be sick. It would be awesome. But that's my number one dragon type. I know. I really need to get a charger because I have a DS. And yeah, you it do. has Ruby. Oh. I want to play it. You can probably find a not in the house. I would have DS to, charger. I would have to buy it. No, yeah, yeah you yeah. can find it somewhere. I know. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, that's my number one dragon. Um, Zekrom. Pretty cool. Pretty cool. Mhm. Well. And that's those it for are dragon types. Dragon types. Um, we're already at an hour and six, seven minutes. Okay. So let's. I unfortunately we're gonna have to do electric type a little faster. Okay. Um, if we don't want to go super super long. Okay. So, 
Electric type. You want to start? You want me to start? You want to start? I'll I started start. the dragons. <laughs> I'll start. All right. Uh, my number one. No, my number five. My dragon. My electric are heavy. Uh, earlier generations. Oh, mine are heavy. They're all later generations. I don't have a single early generation. What? Yeah. Early generations. Are so okay. Um, okay. 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 My number five is Zeraora. Zeraora. Never seen this Pokemon a day in my life. Look how cool it is. <laughs> it does look super fucking cool, but where is it from? Um, I know absolutely oh, nothing about this Pokemon. Pokemon in Ultra Sun and Ultra Moon. Yeah, I can't wait to get to Sun and Moon in the show because I think everything I want to see is in that series. Uh, it's known as the Thunderclap Pokemon, and it's awesome. <laughs> and it's awesome. Yeah, I've literally never seen this Pokemon day in my life. It says it's in Sword and Shield, so where? I don't know this. According to Sarah B, it's in Sword and Shield. Transfer through Pokemon Home or through events. Okay. That's apparently how you get it. Yeah, well, I can't transfer through... Po- what does transfer through Pokemon Home mean, even? No clue. And events? No clue. I haven't seen any events. I don't know. Anyway. That's my number five. Uh, it does look super fucking cool. Yeah. Um, people at who watch the YouTube over at Hessian to Maven on YouTube, they'll be able to see every single Pokemon that we're talking about. As soon as we name it, boom, a picture shows up. But people on the podcast, we'll just have to describe it for you. It's a bipedal cat who looks mostly yellow with a little bit of black and a little bit of blue. And it has a long tail that kind of ends in a lightning shape. And it it's going like yes. that. Yes. But um, it does look fucking cool. It looks so cool. It's awesome. Wow. It really is dope. But. Mm-hmm. Okay. Oh, this is interesting. That Pokemon lacks an electricity generating organ, so it gathers and stores electricity from outside sources. Oh. That's kind of cool. Because I think about Pikachu all the time when I'm, um, Jessica loves being rubbed like right here. Like the, how they rub on Pikachu? Pikachu's cheeks. Yeah. Exactly. Um, okay. Moving on. My number five mm-hmm. is Ampharos. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I so, The sheep to kangaroo evolution. Exactly. Yeah. So I, I love this. I've always liked this Pokemon. It, it was... it. So like, you know, people like myself, 90s kids who grew up with red and blue and gen one and maybe gen two Mm -hmm. we love to complain about new pokemon that come out Mm -hmm. new pokemon come out we're like oh god they're running out of ideas fucking people are just sitting around coming up with the most bullshit things this doesn't even look like a pokemon whatever right amphros second generation but it sticks in my head as like amphros don fan snubble meryl Like, there's a couple Gen 2s that really stand out as, like, oh, man, there's going to be new Pokemon. Like, this is so fucking cool. New Pokemon. Ah. And Ampharos and the others I mentioned did not disappoint. The evolution form is cool. Like, it makes sense, you know, mm-hmm. to, to a certain degree. When it becomes a kangaroo, you're like, eh, that's not a sheep. Yeah. But um, totally cool. 
And then I like the idea that the it's an electric sheep because I told you Philip K. Dick wrote a book called um, Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? And that's yes. actually the book that is the inspiration to Blade Runner. Um, but the movie producers were like, we can't name it that. Hey, there's this other book about totally other stuff called Blade Runner. Let's name it that. <laughs> and that's how it stuck. So weird. Um, but yeah, I just think Ampharos is so fucking cool. I mean, I love the design. I love, like, the ball on his tail mm-hmm. and everything like that. Um, yeah, it's just fucking cool. It's a good one. I also love electric Pokemon. It's it's one of my top types mm. in terms of, like, favorite types. Interesting. I've just always really liked electric types. Okay. I think it's also because I, I really love the color yellow. When it's a bright yellow and not a pale yellow, I hate pale yellow. There's a that. character in the show that, um, in the descriptions of the episodes... They call it, uh, they call her Ash's nemesis, which is weird because, like, they're friendly with her when they meet each other, but they, like, compete, her and Ash competed in a bug catching contest. Oh. Um, but she is obsessed with a baseball team called, like, the Electabuzzes, the Electabuzz. Okay. Um, and she only wants to catch black and yellow striped Pokemon interesting i watched a recent in the journeys thing Mm -hmm. i watched one where they were obsessed about blue pokemon interesting because go catches a shiny voltorb Mm. and shiny voltorb instead of being red and white is blue and white oh that's cool it's very fucking cool actually but yeah and then that's all they do the entire day they go to like a convention they go do all this stuff about blue pokemon it's crazy Mm. um but okay that's, okay. That's my number five. What's your number four? Emolga. Oh, sick. So cute. Yeah, I don't even. I'll look it up just to. Yeah, so you know, cute. It's a little one. squishy flying squirrel. Hell yeah. It's called the Sky Squirrel Pokemon. Sky Squirrel. Um, it's electric and flying. It's so cute. It's also in Sun and Moon. Like I'm not doing this on purpose, but Sun and Moon clearly has the best Pokemon. Um. <laughs> It's just adorable. This description said it glides using its cape-like membrane. Gross. I hate that word. Electrical <laughs> energy scatters from it, shocking friends and foes alike. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it's so cute. I love it so much. Yeah. It's uh, it's also so small. It's so small. A foot small, 11 pounds. Yeah. Incredible. Yeah. I love like her. It, it even says here that it lives in treetops, sometimes in holes gouged by Pick-a-Peck. Which I had to look up. It's like a woodpecker Pokemon. So okay. you imagine that it's living in holes that were pecked by woodpeckers. How fucking small is it? You know what I mean? I was like, yeah, Jesus wow. Christ. Uh, unless these woodpeckers are really going ham on some shit. Which is crazy. But yeah. um, I love that. Yeah. And awesome. like some people are annoying to me when they have problems. Anytime someone. Here's an ick. Here's a Pokemon ick. Mm. When people bring up the fact that the Pokemon company keeps coming out with rodent-like electric pokemon i don't fucking care they're all good they're all good they're all good all cute they haven't missed yeah no so Uh, yeah that's my number four i can name a bunch but i don't want to like potentially oops sorry i hit the mic i don't want to potentially spoil things um speaking of spoiling 
my number four, you already said it, Electabuzz. Ah, yeah. <laughs> I just love I Electabuzz. Like Electabuzz. It comes up in that same episode as the Scyther that I talked about in the Bug and Dark episode. Mm-hmm. I fucking love him. I Electabuzz. Yeah. <laughs> he, he sounds crazy. Yeah. Um, he's got like Popeye forearms, yeah. gigantic fists that like drag across the floor his arms are so he's got like gorilla arms Mm -hmm. um but then also like a huge belly and like the tiniest little legs and feet yeah i fucking love electabuzz there's an episode of the show that i recently watched where ash and uh chikorita get stuck they get locked into on accident a like an electrical plant and Mm. there's pokemon security guards and electabuzz is the boss of all the security guards and they fight ash has to fight electabuzz okay yeah it's really good yeah i love i've always really enjoyed electabuzz and then they introduced um ella kid Mm -hmm. as a pre-evolution yeah i'm kind of okay with the design and the fact pre-evolutions i'm kind of okay with to a certain degree it depends sometimes i think they're fucking dumb they look like it was like they tried to copy Digimon. Mm. Like, because Pokemon came out, then Digimon, and then Digimon, the next couple Digimon Pokemon. Monsters. We'll, we'll cover that. Save we that, should do an episode save of that Digimon. Save that for another time, Raven. <laughs> I, we absolutely fucking should, yeah. but not right now. Okay. Um, and it's like they tried to copy that. They were like, mm. oh, well, people love how the Digimon, they have these weak-ass fucking little jelly Pokemon that have no features. <laughs> yeah. Um, not that... The pre-evolutions for Pokemon all look like that. I'm just saying, like... A lot of them do, like Igglybuff, even though oh I love gosh. Igglybuff. I know, and Cleffa, and... Uh, anyway. Um, so, Elekid, I kind of like the design. It looks like a little plug, you know? It has, like, two ears, like, rabbit ears, but they stick stick up, and they, it looks like a plug. What yeah. I don't like, and this is also... This is true for several other Pokemon. I've mentioned it about Scyther. I'm not a huge fan of its evolution form. Okay. So, it evolves into a Pokemon called Electivire. Yeah. It is scary and weird, and it ha- I don't like its tails. Its tails really gross me out, because they look like fucking dog penises. Ew. I fucking hate them. I hate it so much. I'm looking at the design right now. I hate it. Yeah, it's not Whereas, good. you look at Electabuzz and Elekid, and you're like, those are fine. Those are good. Yeah. They look fun and cool. Yeah. It's got two toes, five. Yeah, amazing. I'm into it. Yeah, this one is not good. Not good. No. Yeah, I've always... But Electabuzz And Electabuzz was hard to get in red and blue, so I've always, like, Mm. had that sort of yearning for it, same as Scyther. Um, You'll notice a trend through all of my picks. Mm. I love Pokemon that get specific move types. Mm -hmm. I love Pokemon that have either owned in the game or have seen Ash have Mm -hmm. in certain ways where I'm like, okay, cool. I like Pokemon that are rare or at least were rare. Mm -hmm. Because I can get Electabuzz all fucking day in the newest games. Right. But getting an Electabuzz old school was so hard. Yeah. You just had to walk around forever ever and hope that you got one and then hope that you caught it yeah so i've always wanted an electabuzz in the old games teaching it thunder punch because not many pokemon could learn thunder punch almost none Mm. so having a pokemon that could learn thunder punch was just a cool concept yeah um but yeah so electabuzz um my number three is togedemaru 
T-O-G-E-D-E-M-A-R-U. Oh, yes. Yep. Another, another electric rodent. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. Uh, if you're Googling it, do you see what its Pokemon type is? Its classification is? It's the best kind. Roly-poly? The roly-poly Pokemon. <laughs> That's so cute. Are you kidding me? Yeah, it's the a, roly-poly it's a Pokemon. It's kind of like a hedgehog, but it has a tail. I love it so much. Yeah, I mean that's amazing. It's so fucking cool. Yeah, it's so cute. It's just like a little sphere with a tail, and it's a roly poly Pokemon. And it's the first Pokemon that I've looked up on this Serebi website, where in Japanese, French, and German and English, the name is the same. Wow. Togedemaru in all the languages. Interesting. I, yeah. I, the, that's like one of those things. It's just like a, such a dumb, simple question where I'm sure they would have a very quick answer. But I would love to talk to like the designers of Pokemon or the people who bring Pokemon from Jap- Japan over to America and just be like, how did you decide to change these names or in Togedemaru's sense, not change the name? Yeah. Why not change the name? I know. Not that you have to. I'm fine with the name. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, like, it's interesting to me that you chose this one Pokemon to not change the name. Yes. I know. Very interesting. It's wild. And it doesn't evolve at all. This is it. Mm-hmm. It's so cute. There's an episode when Togedemaru clashes with Elekid whenever it tries to steal the latter's electricity. Oh, my God hilarious i love it so much it's such a sphere it's so good it's such a sphere it's yeah it's awesome it's so good okay okay my number three is one pokemon but i'm including both forms okay raichu uh you like the i like the new uh i think it's alolan yeah form of raichu where it's on but I also board. like the normal form yeah. of Raichu. It's well, it's on its tail as a surfboard, oh, okay. sort of. Um, but yeah, I like both forms. I think they're both fucking cool. Uh, I I actually prefer normal Raichu more. Okay. But I really do like the new form. Yeah. I like Electric and Psychic. I like that it's riding its. Excuse me. It's riding its um, tail. It reminds me of um, in Dragon Ball Z and also Dragon Ball. Goku gets a cloud that he sits, he can stand on and flies around. And it's called mm-hmm. Nimbus, mm. and he calls it and stuff like that, and it comes Cute. around. And it, it gives me those vibes because it's not—he's not in water or anything. He's floating. Yeah. And it's because he's psychic and electric. Oh, that's cool. Um, the only l- slightly unnerving part is that it has blue eyes, which is <laughs> kind of oh, that's me interesting. Off a little bit. Okay. Um, but I like both forms. Raichu has always been really cool to me. Um. I mean, every time I've ever gotten a Pikachu in the game, I've always had that, like, really quick intrusive thought where I'm like, oh, maybe I'll keep it as a Pikachu just for the sake of, like, Ash. And then every time I'm like, fuck that, man. Yeah. I want Raichu. Raichus are always really cute in the show. They're so cute in the show. Yeah. I always, right, Raichu. Yeah. They have, they sound very sassy. Yeah. Like they have a lot, lot of attitude. Um, especially, I always think Raichu like, has, like, a teenage voice. A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, the first time we meet one, it's owned by Lieutenant Sarge, and mm-hmm. that's a huge fight. And then it's when you start learning about the idea that Pikachu's like, I don't want to evolve. Yeah. Which is dope, and I love yeah. that um, 
choice and I love Ash's Ash's response to that yeah. and him being like absolutely dude yeah hey you don't want to evolve no problem yeah that's why that's why like as much as Ash like is says like some dumbass shit like is it shedding I know <laughs> also like I love Ash yeah he's like genuinely care he yeah Ta- in, a, in a one episode, he tackled. Remember, this is like Gen One. Mm-hmm. Remember when that kid who's training the sand sand? Oh show, yeah. He tackles a stranger into a fucking yeah. pool because he thinks that that guy is harming his Pokemon. Yeah. I love Ash. Dude. Yeah, there's Ra- a lot. Ash's ride or die for me. There's. I'm on season five right now um, of the show, and it there you see in a lot of episodes where. Like, Ash's training ability is growing. Like, he'll, like, get into battles with people, and then it shows him, like, talking to himself, and he's like, okay, I gotta think. There's gotta be some way to beat this Venusaur. Yeah. Let me think. Oh, my God. Here's a plan. And he, like, makes a plan where he's like, I'm gonna send this Pokemon out to dig, and then I'm gonna send another Pokemon out to hide in the holes, and then we're gonna attack it. from under. I love it so like, he's, much. he is, like, getting cle- more and more clever. Yeah. As he and it's like cool to 100%. watch. Yeah. That it, that even is true in the later episodes because like the, he'll be in the middle of a fight and go who like knows him. Yeah. There'll be like a, a third person uh-huh. who's watching the match and is like, "What? He's using Pikachu's Electroweb to do what?" Yeah. And go will be like, <laughs> "Ash always does stuff like this. Yeah. He's always thinking outside the box." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just yeah. like, "Oh god, it is fucking cool though." Yeah. Um, but yeah, I had to okay. put, I had to throw nice. Raichu in there because yeah. like I thought you would. Part of me wanted to give honor to Pikachu, mm-hmm. but in reality, no offense, Pikachu. I'm I'm not trying to take away from Pikachu. I I like Raichu mm-hmm. better. I like Raichu better. Do you did you ever see the episodes of the show where, um, they meet a character named Richie? And Richie has a Pikachu. That sounds really familiar. Yes. yes and yes, yes, Richie's yes, 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 Pikachu yes. is named Sparky. Yes. 100. Richie names all of his Pokemon. 100%. And Sparky has bangs. Yes. And that's, that's how, how they do. tell them apart. That's how they tell them apart. Yes. <laughs> really funny. So funny. All right. What is your number two? Tapu Coco. Wow. T-A-P-U space K-O-K. Yeah, no, I'm familiar with this one. It's another legendary. You're going heavy with the legendaries. <laughs> I love them. This <laughs> Pokemon is so cool. It's known as the Land Spirit Pokemon. It is apparently in Sword and Shield, also through it transfer is. from Pokemon Home, or in Dynamax Adventures in the Crown Tundra, which I imagine That's... is that thing where you got Mewtwo. Yeah, it is. I don't do that. I, I didn't even do that oh, the first go got, around. You got to do it. It's I know. So, it's I have so to get good. crazy leveled up because I remember like losing and getting aggravated. You, you borrow Pokemon. Oh? Yeah, you don't even use your own Pokemon. Oh, I so don't remember that. So you can do it at any time. Yeah. It's, Interesting. It's totally okay. different. Um. Yeah, so there, there is some strategy it to it though. So, okay. but we'll talk about it off mic. Okay. Um, <laughs> we we love Pokemon, <laughs> but I think that this Pokemon just is cool, and I love that it's a land spirit Pokemon, and it like protects. And it's I was reading it's something fairy. about it at some point where it like protects its land from something, um, but I just thought it was so cool. Yeah. I mean, it's definitely an interesting cool. looking. It's funny that the first thing it says 
in the biology of it, uh-huh. is Tapu Koko is a vaguely rooster-like legendary Pokemon. Vaguely rooster-like. I'm into that. It's also electric and fairy, yeah, which I think which is, is cool. Pretty cool. It is also cool that like I don't know if it's holding things or if those are just at the end of its ha- arms, mm. but it's like a mask, so like it can come together. Yeah. Like, are you looking at the one piece of artwork where it's showing it with its arms out here and then it's like the shield up? No, but I will. Um, it's on Bulbapedia, right under bi- biology. Okay. Um, it's very cool because it, it, then it really does look like a fucking chicken rooster. Yeah. Um, but it also has like this um, sort of tribal mask vibe or um, yeah. What are those things called? Totem poles. Totem pole vibe. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. It is very cool. I came across one and um, I. I think I caught something else along the way that I actually wanted more, and I actually didn't catch this. Mm. Just because it had a design that was just a little, uh, a little out there. Where mm. it, not that it doesn't look like a Pokemon or anything like that. I'm just yeah. like, I'm used to Pokemon like Toga Tomorrow, who look like an animal, an animal. or like they look I get like it. something that you could see in the wild. Like if I saw this in the wild, I'd be like, okay, aliens are here. Yeah. So aliens are here. And uh, I feel that uh, way. I feel that way about robot-looking Pokemon. I don't like any Pokemon that looks like a robot because I want them to be like creatures, not like robots. But anyway, that's my number two. Okay. Uh, My number two is Jolteon. Very good. Very good. I love Jolteon Jolteon. so fucking much. It's it's potentially it's really hard to pick my favorite Eevee evolution. Mm Mm-hmm. Because I think that there are so many good things about all of them. Yeah. But it might be Jolteon. Mm. Sylveon is a really close runner-up. Yeah. Sylveon's my favorite. Close runner-up, Umbreon. Umbreon's so cool. I wish there was a ghost type. I They need to make more. I know. But um, I also really like Espeon a lot because I like yeah. the creepy-ass Japanese folklore that Espeon is based off of. Mm. Mm, so fun yeah but um anyway jolteon i fucking love yeah i always thought that it was really fun slash interesting that jolteon used to learn pin missile it makes a lot of sense uh from like uh the aspect of like if you were to see one in the wild like Mm -hmm. the idea that it would shoot off quills but because pin missile is now now they do this thing where they like moves are very specifically like certain types Mm -hmm. so like pin missile is a bug type move so it's interesting that he learns a bug type. Yeah. Move. But I just, I've always liked electric types. I like that the spikiness and stuff like that. I love the yellow with the white collar. Yeah. Very, very fun. Um, In the show, yeah. they meet a... Um, oh, like, Vaporeon is another one that's... Up there? Up there. Yeah. Those are the three. Those are the three with Espeon as a solid fourth. Yeah. And then the other three are like fighting constantly moving positions depending on like my my day yeah um in the show they meet like a western cowboy man Mm -hmm. in like a desert tea area and he has a jolteon and it he's like a rancher and he uses the jolteon to like herd um not magneton but the littlest one magnemite magnemite oh that's cute the jolteon herds the magnemite yeah like yeah, and it's, That's really, it's really cute. cute. Yeah. yeah, I just like it. I like it a lot. Mm-hmm. It's, Good. It seems like a lot of fun. It was like, 
it was really hard in the red and blue because I didn't have any friends nearby who had the game that mm-hmm. I could trade with. So when you play red and blue, you get an Eevee at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Well, you get Thunderstone, Firestone, a Waterstone. Um, that's it. Mm-hmm. What do you want to evolve it into? And then you're, that's it. Yeah. Be- unless you're trading with people and then you're very lucky because yeah. those people will have had to get to the fourth or fifth gym, get the Eevee, trade it to you, and then if they want another Eevee, mm-hmm. they have to start the game over. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, you're very lucky. Yeah. So, it was very difficult to get all of the Eevee evolutions in the red and blue game. So, I often chose... I almost... N- I never chose Flareon. Yeah. Never. Flareon reminds me of a Pomeranian. And I love the design of Flareon. I like all of them. I don't think there's a bad one amongst them. Mm-hmm. It's just varying degrees of good. Yeah. So it's like, which one is the goodest? That's fair. <laughs> but that's my number two, Jolteon. So now we're into number one. Number one, Luxray. I Great love pick. Luxray. I had one in. Great pick. Um. I think the first time I played... Is it the first time I played Sword and Shield? Yeah, for sure. Um, I had chance. one, and... Yep, I evolved it, and oh, I kept... Oh, no. Actually, it, it, it's um, Diamond or Pearl. Diamond or Pearl. Okay. I had one. I named it Lemon. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. Um, it stayed with me for a really long time. I leveled it up really high. Uh, I think this is a Pokemon that when you need it to be badass and intimidating, it would be. Um, and then when you want to like cuddle with it in bed, like it would also do that. It's like, has that. Hell yeah. Duality. Uh, and I just think it's so cool. It's definitely my favorite electric Pokemon. It's so cool. Yeah. I like all of its evolutions. The gleam eyes Pokemon. Oh, that's awesome. Whoa. Its eyes can see through anything. It can even spot its prey hiding in the shadows. Oh, my God. Like, Um, how amazing. Using the power to see through walls, Luxray can track down hidden opponents and even locate lost children. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah, that's fucking cool. I didn't know that it actually had the ability to look through walls. That's so fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is really cool. This is, like... This is one of the examples of, like, almost perfect Pokemon design. Mm-hmm. The starting, evolu- the starting form is cute and adorable. The middle one is kind of, like, whatever, which yeah. is fucking normal for all of Pokemon. Yes, it is. And then the last one is fucking cool. Mm-hmm. It looks cool. It's, like, a lion, but it has black fur with a black mane. It's yes. got... The skin that's not, like, uh, overly covered in fur is, like, a light blue, which is, you know, lightning can be blue. And then it has yellow features. It's perfect. Yes. It's so well designed. I fucking love it. Yes. Yeah, I'm a big fan. Yep, big that's my number fan. one. I love Very it. Very cool. I'm glad someone picked it, because I didn't pick it, but I it was, like... It's... Electric was hard for me because I, like I said, I really do love electric. Yeah. Like I love, um, I don't, I think it's light. I think it's, um, electric and fairy. Let me triple check really quick. Yeah. Electric and fairy. Um, did Den. 
Yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Here's a picture of it. Bang. Is this an, is the den an honorable love it so mention? Much. Uh, honorable mention. Okay. But anyway, my number one is the only one in my list. I mean, Amphros is technically Generation Two, but mm-hmm. um, three of them were Generation One. Uh, this next one is the, I suppose, most recent uh, addition to the game. Okay. It came out in Generation. Eight, whatever that means. I don't even know what game that is. Generation eight is Sword and Shield. Holy shit! Really? Eighth generation began with Sword and Shield. Wow. Yeah, Sword and Shield. Um, Toxtricity. That's an excellent one. I love it so much because number one. You know I love poison Pokemon. Yes. I'm obsessed with poison Pokemon. Mm-hmm. I also really like electric Pokemon. Put them together? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah. I'm in. Yeah. I. The only downside is that they have two forms that are practically like stat wise and everything like they're identical. But they decided to put one form in sword and one form in shield and I like the one that's in your game slightly better mm. in terms of presentation. Okay. Only because it's yellow and purple. Yeah. Mine is blue and purple, but I still love mine. Mine's name is Battery Lick. Oh. Because it's electric and poison. So okay. the idea of, you know, battery acid is poison and yes. batteries are also electric. It seemed like the perfect name. <laughs> okay. I agree. So I named it Battery Lick. It's a fucking badass. It's one of my strongest Pokemon that I took all the way through the game once I got one. Yeah. I love... I Gigantamax... I gave it the max soup so that it can Gigantamax. It's got a move called Outburst where it has these, like, ridges on its chest. Yeah. And it plays them like a guitar. That is my one complaint about this Pokemon. When they... I don't like if, looking at it. If... When he did it in the game, if they didn't jiggle... Yeah. It wouldn't be as bad, but they do jingle, and therefore I get you. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> it's definitely a little weird. Yeah. Um, but oh, I'm gonna. Thank st- you. <laughs> God bless you. Thank you. Uh, but yeah, I just love it. I think it's so fucking cool. Um, it's a badass Pokemon for sure. Yeah, it's it's just a lot of fun i really um, hope it appears in the and show it looks it, it looks like again people on the youtube you've already seen it but um it looks like a punk rocker kind of mm-hmm. you know like it, it's got this vibe like it has like a giant mohawk made of electricity and stuff like that it's it's got like spikes around its head and around its wrists like it's wearing those like chains and stuff yes. like it just looks the way that it carries itself when it fights like if you use like um there's a move that's like uh it's like it's the equivalent of like a poison punch or something like that i can't think of what it's called but it kind of like the way that it does it is very like like whatever it just kind of like throws its leg it's so cool i just think it's it's fucking dope yeah um that's a great pick but anyway and the two forms by the way the yellow one that is in your game is called amped form Okay. And the one in my game is called low-key form. Wow. Low-key. 
but yeah Interesting. okay battery lick slash toxicity one of my faves i just thought he was he's so fucking cool good job like i have to go out of my way not to use him sometimes yeah like i i want to use him all the time and then i'm like all right let me make a list of all electric pokemon but not battery lick because i'm like he's the obvious choice <laughs> yeah but yeah luxray is also a killer first choice that's a lot of fun all right yeah well um that's really it for Mm -hmm. this week of hessian maven thank you guys for listening and um participating in our little adventure of trying to make a podcast work Mm -hmm. um please send us your uh your fan mail (laughs) just kidding uh, send us your ideas for future episodes or send us your favorite Pokemon. What are your favorite electric and dragon Pokemon or whatever? Um, let us know. You can send that over to our email address, hessianmaven at gmail.com. We also have a YouTube, a TikTok, an Instagram, all under the handle Hesse and Maven. So mm-hmm. send that over. Um, and thanks again for listening. Yes. Tune in next time where we talk about something. Bye. 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 Bye.